town, Petco Park, a new beginning, let's go. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby said she wanna go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Mitchell and Ness with the old school name. All of the homies holler Padre gang. Yeah, that's the. Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode 205 of the Talking for Hours podcast and YouTube show. I am your host, Ben Fadden, coming to you here on a Padres off day. It is Thursday, July 28th. There's the trade deadline coming up in less than a week. That is on Tuesday uh, at like 3 p.m. Pacific time. Padres start a series, a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins tomorrow. And so I'll be at that game starting tomorrow night on Friday. There's, you know... I just put out uh, episode 204, talking about the Padres series loss to the Detroit Tigers, and that series absolutely sucked, uh, and you can't lose those series to the Tigers and expect the baseball world to like think real uh, you know, seriously about you being a World Series contender. And I bring all of that up. I bring the Padres' struggles, 17 of the last 27 games that they've lost, I believe is what it is. I bring that up because there's a, kind of a report out today by Ken Rosenthal in his athletic piece today. He put in there that A.J. Preller has checked in on the Angels' Shohei Otani to see if, there, if a trade could happen there. He's also checked in on Frankie Montas. Who's also, excuse me if I can talk. We've also heard that he's checked in on Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ, Juan Soto, obviously. Those are just some names. Um, but the Otani one, it's not surprising to me. And that is obviously the topic of this episode about Padres, uh, their potential interest in Otani. And I don't think it's going to happen, but it's me just kind of taking my mind off of the Padres' sucky play right now. And putting it on, you know, fantasizing about Shohei Otani being a Padre. Um, totally forgot what I was going to say, what my point was. Uh, all right, yeah, I don't think that it's going to happen. Uh, but it was an interesting report that Ken, or an interesting tidbit that Ken Rosenthal put in his athletic uh, article today. Just notes about potential trades uh, and all that. Again, Soto, he's the big name. And he's the big uh, target that Padre fans... That's what we're waiting for, right? To see if Juan Soto gets moved. That's all we pretty much care about right now. Just waiting for that. I'm waiting for, for a Joe Musgrove extension as well. I think today would be a great day to do that. It's an off day. Uh, just hammer that out, and then you can have your full focus to the trade deadline for the next you know, five days or whatever it is. I think that would be great. Uh, but with this Otani stuff, they've checked in on him. He's an amazing player. He's a free agent after next year. So it's less control that the Padres would have over Shohei Otani um, in comparison to Soto. So that might allow the Padres to not have to trade as much in an Otani deal than they would in a Juan Soto deal. I want to make it clear uh, that the Angels are not shopping Shohei Otani. But according to Ken Rosenthal, he is, he is the Padres, excuse me, Preller has checked in with the Angels about Otani. So the Angels haven't reached out to him or reached out to other teams. It's just A.J. Preller thinking outside the box uh, and thinking about names we're not thinking about and reaching out and just, hey, it never hurts to ask, right? Never hurts to reach out. And if they say no, they say no. 
we don't know if the Angels have said no. I'm, I would think that they had said no, at least for right now, because they're probably trying to win next year. But it's still interesting that Preller has checked in on that. Uh, and so that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Gaglion Bros, Famous Cheesesteaks, and Garlic Fries. They're loca- located inside Petco Park during the Padres season. Also, they have two locations outside Petco, Mission Gorge and Point Loma. You can visit gaglionbros.com to view their entire menu. Uh, they got the phone numbers there, the addresses, if you want to put that in Google Maps or wherever, if you're going to go. Uh, I encourage you to hit them up. Great garlic fries, great cheesesteaks. Uh, they're also, I believe, they're going to be in Snapdragon Stadium as well. I'm going to have to check with Gaglion on that. But I think they're going to be in Snapdragon Stadium, the new stadium for the San Diego Wave and the uh, San Diego State Aztecs football team. I don't know if there's another soccer team that's going to play there, but I think that their fruit will be there as well, so you can enjoy it in another uh, location inside San Diego or inside uh, a stadium here in San Diego. So they're the sponsor. Feel free to check them out, gaglionbros.com. All right, getting back to this Otani stuff. Otani, we know he's an amazing player, right? He has a 4-8 war this year, baseball reference war, 21 bombs, a 136 OPS+. plus. The league average is 100, so 136. That's way over the league average. And, oh, by the way, he's a pretty dang good pitcher as well. A 280 ERA while hitting over 20 home runs. Just amazing. His whip is under one, which is what you like it to be. Uh, I mean, he is something that we've never seen before, something we're probably not going to see at least in a very long time in our lifetimes. Obviously, depending on your age, I'm 19, I'm younger, so maybe I will see this, maybe there's players that are trying to do this in the minor leagues or some high schooler a uh, couple years down the road. He does both, and you bring him up, or someone else in Japan comes back to, or comes to Major League Baseball and does it. But Shohei, he's not just doing it okay, hitting and pitching, but he's doing it tremendously. I mean, he was starting in the All-Star game. He was probably going to start pitching in the All-Star game, but he didn't want to pitch. Uh, the Angels didn't want to pitch him in the All-Star game, but he did DH. He is... Just he's a unicorn, something just we've never seen this before. So if the Padres can get their hands on him, you obviously do it, right? Um, and so he's a free agent, like I mentioned. He's a free agent after 2023. So they'd have him for two pennant races if they acquire him before this trade deadline. Now, look, don't call me crazy. I don't think they're going to acquire him before this trade deadline. I think the it could be something where maybe they get him for one pennant race before next year's trade deadline, after the Angels try to go for it next year, kind of like they guess they tried to go for it this year a little bit, and then they fail. Because I, I just don't think that the Angels are going to go win next year. Um, the Angels right now, they're 42-56. and 56. So this trade from Baseball Trade Values that I plugged in this morning about a, an Otani deal and what it would take, it would probably take less than this when the Padres maybe would realistically acquire him. Uh, and the Angels would maybe think about, you know, putting him out there on the market if they can't bring him back, uh, and they just want to tear it up. But right now, this would be the equal trade package. So I'll get to that in a couple minutes here. But the Angels, they're 42-56 and 56 this year. Not good. Trout is dealing with a back condition. Remember, they hired Joe Madden a few years ago. That didn't work out. Now they have Phil Nevin, right? Phil Nevin as the interim manager. Um things it, it would suck to be an angels fan i mean you have 
Shohei Otani, probably the best player in baseball, just because of what he can do on both sides of the diamond or both sides of the field, pitching and hitting. Um, you have him. You have Mike Trout, who is easily a Hall of Famer when he retires. You thought you were going to be bringing in an all-star caliber first baseman in Anthony Rendon, but he can't stay healthy. Now you have Trout dealing with this back condition, a rare back condition. So the Angels are really trying to take it easy with that, uh, from what I've read. And now you have Otani out there, like carrying this team, and you're 42 and 56. Like that has to be such a frustrating uh, team. You know, you br you spend all this money, but you just don't have the pitching. Joe Madden, you you brought in that World Series manager, he didn't work out. That has to be really, really frustrating if you're an Angels fan. I just don't think, you know, next year, so they're 42 and 56, so next year all of a sudden they're going to go win next year and turn it around. The pitching free agents next year aren't that great. And even if it was, are they going to go spend a ton of money on pitching when they haven't been able to bring in, like, those Garrett Coles of the world? They haven't been able to sign those guys, right? It, I think it was the Angels and the Yankees came down to those two. Maybe the Dodgers were in there for Garrett Cole. Then the Yankees gave him, what, $324 million. The Angels weren't willing to do that. I don't blame them. But they just haven't been able to bring in those big starting pitchers in free agency. Kind of, you know, excluding Otani, right? But past years, it's been, uh, you know, Syndergaard. Syndergaard was this year. Maybe he gets traded. But it was like Julio Teheron. It was uh, Dylan Bundy. Like, little moves like that. They got to go better than that. I just don't think they can do that with a weaker free agent pitching class next year or go, next offseason going into 2023. So maybe it would be smart for the Padres to go trade Otani, or excuse me, for the Angels to go trade Otani. You know, uh, and again, this trade package that I'm going to talk about right now, Otani goes to the Padres. Trade uh, This trade is not going to happen. The Angels are not going to trade Otani. But it's just interesting just to talk about on an off day here, just talk about something. Potters have checked in on Otani, just fantasize what it would look like with Otani on this team. And so this trade, I have the Padres giving up C.J. Abrams, Robert the III, and Jackson Merrill, if the trade would have been right now, because this is based off of baseball trade values, their million, uh, their value metric, however they decide that. And Otani is $107.6 million. He's worth that. Abrams, Hassel, and Merrill combined are 105.60. So that's that would match their baseball, the baseball trade values system would approve that trade. Obviously, that's not real life, but that's all I can go off of is just putting it in there and maybe that's an equal trade. And that is an equal trade again, if that's right now. If we're next year and the Angels are just tearing it up and Otani's made available. I don't think they'd have to give up that much. I think they would not be giving up hassle when you're giving one pennant race over Tani. And then if you have to, you know, you also have to ask yourself, okay, so do you think the Padres, if they trade for Otani, you're going to be able to go re-sign him? I, I, yeah, but I, I doubt it. Like, there's so many teams that would give him more money than the Padres. There's so many teams that would overpay for him. Because of the marketing, right? How much marketing and the Japanese media and all that stuff that can go into the Angels and their Angels marketing right now because they have Otani on their team. I saw something earlier this year where like, their ticket sales would probably go down like 40% or something 
if Otani wasn't on the team. Like Otani is a, the main attraction uh, right now for the Angels, for Angels fans to be even going, or baseball fans to even be attending those games. So a team, uh, I don't know a team, name any team you want, they'd be willing to overpay for Otani for the marketing and because he's an amazing player that can impact pitching and offense. We just don't see that anywhere in Major League Baseball. He's that unique. So I would think the Padres would make this deal. Let's say it's probably next year. Uh, if he's made available, they do it for one pennant race of Otani, right? That's pretty much what you do it. I, I, I wouldn't be confident that they would bring him back. Just with the payroll, you don't know if they're bringing in Soto. And the question, obviously, is it Soto or Otani? Who would you, you know, someone already uh, asked me on Twitter this morning, would you rather have Soto or would you rather have Otani? Well, looking at their contract situations, I know Otani can impact pitching and uh, offense, but Soto, you have him for three pennant races compared to two pennant races with Otani, if they were to acquire Otani right now. I would go with Soto. Otani's probably going to be making less money. He's making like $5.5 million this year. Uh, and Soto's like 17, but it's, it would be prorated. Uh, but Soto, you have the extra control. Yeah, you probably have to give up more, but I want the extra control. And Soto is one of the best hitters in baseball. I know, and I like where the Padres are at starting pitching-wise right now. Yeah, it would be great to have Otani. But if you're making me pick one, I'd probably go with Soto. And obviously, that's more the that's the more realistic player right now because he's the one that's available. He's the one being floated out there. Otani's not available. This is just me reacting to a report that Ken Rosenthal said that AJ Preller has checked in on Otani, just like he checked in on Bob Melvin when he wasn't available. But he checked in on him, and hey, guess what? That worked out, right? So just thinking outside the box and checking in, you know, it doesn't hurt to check in on him. So again, Merrill Abrams Hassel. 105.6 million, and then Otani would go to San Diego, 107.6 million. That's my hypothetical trade that baseball trade values accepted. My thinking from this, again, this is if the Padres acquired him right now. Preller would get to keep James Wood. He'd get to keep Camposano. Gore, obviously, he's on the 15-day IL, might need surgery, who knows, with the elbow. And then he'd get to keep Cronenworth as well. In the Soto deal, right, it feels like, or at least I've seen a lot of fans, uh, that's been a big debate. Would you give up Cronenworth for Soto, right? I wouldn't, but um, especially Abrams and Cronenworth, definitely not. Um, you know, at some point, you're trying to win right now, and Cronenworth helps you win a lot right now with his versatility. I've already talked about it a lot in other videos. Um, but you'd get to keep him in this deal. Obviously, it would be Otani for two pennant races. But this is, again, this is me just dreaming. So I don't want anyone to take this and be like, oh, look, look at this delusional guy thinking the Potters are going to go trade for Otani. I'm just trying to have some fun here on an off day and just think up a hypothetical trade and just dream about the Potters having Otani and what it would take if they were, if, if it was made available right now uh, by the Angels. I mean, I don't think it's the worst thing, to be honest, if I was the Angels GM to make Otani available. I know your sale, ticket sales would go down, but you'd get back a big haul and you're not going to win this year, obviously. I don't think you'd win next year because of how top-heavy that AL West is, or excuse me, the American League is. The Astros are the great team in the American League West, and the Mariners are playing well right now, and you'd think that they continue to play well next year. Um, 
You're probably looking for a new manager at the end of this season. Like, I don't think you're going to go win next year. So I think it would be smart for the Angels to make Otani available and see what offers they'd get. But he's not available right now. But it's just me dreaming about it. Um, yeah, you'd give up Merrill, but he's blocked, right, in this hypothetical deal. Again, Merrill, Abrams, Hassel to the Angels. Padres get Otani. Merrill's blocked, a, at least right now, assuming that they don't get a Soto. They don't get Soto. And I can't assume that they get Soto because we saw what happened last year with Max Scherzer. Potters are close to acquiring Max Scherzer, and he goes to the Dodgers. Buster only, he loves uh, fooling with Padres fans and all that. And he said this morning that the Padres, according to some rival executives, are the favorites to land, the front runners to land uh, Juan Soto. That means nothing. I don't care what the rival executives think, I care what the Nationals executives think. Because that's all that matters. The Dodgers executives, they're not the ones that are trading Juan Soto to the Padres. The Nationals are. So the Nationals are the ones that are important, you know? Um, but yeah, Merrill's blocked. Abrams, he's going to be, if no Soto deal, he's on the team. You got Cronenworth, you have Tatish, you have Kim, just at least for the next few years. I don't know when Merrill would be available, probably 2024, 2025, when he might come up, but he's blocked. Um, Abrams, you'd give up. Okay, but you're getting Otani. You have Cronenworth at second. You're trying to win right now if you're getting Otani because you'd have him for two pennant races. So you have Tatis, you'd have Cronenworth, Kim up the middle. So Abrams, see ya for a guy like Otani. Hassel, I wouldn't want to have to give him up. But again, that's for right now. You're trying to win right now. You're getting a unicorn in Otani for the next two pennant races. You still get to keep James Wood. And there's evaluators that I've heard inside the Potters organization from stuff that I've read that people think that Wood has a higher ceiling, could be better than Hassel. So you, they'd be keeping Wood, they, they'd be keeping the player that they want to keep uh, more if they had a gun to their head um, in Wood over Hassel. You know? So that's a positive there. And like I mentioned, the Potters are in it to win it right now. Again, I'm just having fun here. Don't think this trade's going to happen. But it did match up in baseball trade values. Merrill blocked for the future, it looks like. Hassel, okay, but you still get... Wood, you get to keep Wood, Crony, Gore, Camposano, and then Abrams. He's he's not going to be contributing greatly, I don't think, to this team uh, with Fernando healthy and everyone healthy um, in the next this year and the next season. Next season, definitely more than Otani, right? Otani would have a greater impact than Abrams these next two pennant races, and there's no better chance, I don't think, over the next few years than the Padres have right now to win with this rotation that they have. Again, I don't think this deal is going to be made, just having some fun. Um, Soto or Otani, I already talked about that. Soto, he has more control, so I would go with him. And I like where the Padres starting pitching is right now. I would go with Soto. Because I, I, I mean, Otani has power, but Soto, I think he's a better hitter, overall hitter than Otani is. I would go with him. But give me either one. <laughs> Give me either one. They're both insanely talented. And then imagine a lineup with Otani. I mean, Tatis short, leading off at short. I mean, this could, maybe you have Tatis hitting third or something, Crony leading off or whatever, but um, these are just the names. Maybe not necessarily in order, but Tatis at shortstop, Otani DHing, Manny at third, Crony at second, Voider Myers at first, Alfaro catching, Mazzara in right, Profar in left, Estier Ruiz probably hitting ninth in center. Like that, 
That makes your lineup a whole lot better than what it was definitely yesterday. That five through nine, you had Austin Nola catching, batting fifth as a contact catcher. He's batting fifth. You have Matthew Batten in there. I know Manny was off his feet for most of the game because he was DHing to start the game. But you had Matthew Batten at third base. You have Hassan Kim in there. Like when Tatis comes back, if you if you add Otani or even if you just substitute Otani for Soto, I mean that that lineup lengthens, right? And my ideal lineup would have Hosmer out of it and have Myers at first, at least currently right now. Uh, and then Mazzara, you know, hit probably hitting like seventh because you have Tatis, Otani, or Soto, Manny, Crony, Voigt, or Myers at first, Alfaro, then you have Mazzara, and then Profar and Ruiz. Profar's been good as the leadoff hitter, but when you have that much firepower at the top of the order, you'd rather have them hitting in that first inning and get as many chances as they can at the plate than have Profar there, right? I would think. So this is a short episode. Feel free to let me know in the comments on YouTube what you would think the Padres would have to give up in an Otani deal. Uh, who would you rather have, Soto or Otani? Again, Otani has not been made available on the trade market, but Preller has checked in on him. So I want to make that clear again before I sign off. Uh, I'm just trying to have some fun here on an off day, try to get my mind off of that really bad Detroit series. And just, man, who knows? Who knows what AJ's, who knows what he's thinking, really? Who knows what he's thinking? So hopefully you guys enjoyed fantasizing about Otani, and you can continue to do that uh, in the comments or on Twitter at Talking Friars or Instagram, TikTok with the same username. Uh, and that'll do it for this episode, episode 205 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. I'll see you later. Go Padres. Have a good one, everyone.